0: Hello and welcome to episode six of the Roughed Up Rebooted podcast. My name is Wesky. I'm joined today by Matt Armstrong, as always. Yo, what's up? And subbing in for Mike Roy, who's off at Disney World, uh, Tim Rodriguez. Hello, guys. All right. Well, as usual, we'll go through the lines and then we'll see where the discussion takes us. We will start with the primetime games. We'll start this Thursday night with what probably um, the NFL Network was hoping was going to be a big game, but has quickly soured, and that's the Washington Redskins at the Dallas Cowboys. Redskins and Cowboys, both in a free fall. Um, A lot of injuries, suspensions, key things that have kind of tanked their seasons, not to mention the greatness of Carson Wentz and the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, But nonetheless, this is the primetime game on Thursday. Washington is a one-point road favorite at Dallas, Dallas uh, really looking quite bad um, in their last couple of games. Both teams really on the outside looking in here at 5 and 6, uh, already eliminated in the division race. But Army, why don't you take this one?
1: Uh, yeah, that's good because I, uh, I already bet this game. It was a uh, pick 'em about an hour ago, um, and it was at 44 on the total. So I also got that on a parlay. Um, I like the Redskins. They're still fighting. It looks like Dallas is spiraling there's nothing really to like about what they're doing defensively and offensively um it just looks like washington's uh you know kind of a unlucky injury season uh losing uh their running back i guess two weeks ago but uh i think they're still capable of scoring and dallas is done so
0: tim what do you like here
2: I happen to agree with a lot that Army has to say. Um, I'd like to add a couple things. I, I think that uh, when you look at the offensive line of Dallas, they are just a shadow of what they were last year. Injuries have just demolished them. Um, and then without Zeke, uh, I was looking at stats today. Dak is just not the same player without him. Um, it, it was sub thirty. I think it was he and Deshaun Kaiser have this have a round. I, I think. Dak has one point better QBR than uh, Deshaun Kaiser when um, Zeke is not in the lineup. So uh, the chances not looking great for Dallas when uh, Zeke is not in the lineup and a porous offensive line.
0: Yeah, not not good. Um, Dallas, not a good team at home this year. Two and four. Redskins are two and three on the road, but only one and three in the division. So take those for. For what it's worth, I think this is two evenly matched teams. Uh, the line obviously reflects that. Not a game I want to get involved in. We talked about kind of Thursdays and how crazy those are. Uh, both these teams do have a full week's rest since they played on Thanksgiving, so it is a it's not a short week for them. But these games are always a little fishy in my eyes. Uh, I'm gonna stay away. But it looks like the the line is shifting towards Dallas, so now you can get a plus one on it. Uh, I could see that potentially going up to three, and if you get the full field goal at home, I think I'd be on the Cowboys there, but not something I would be too excited about betting. Neither team uh, you know, inspires much confidence. All right, let's take it over to the Sunday night game, and that is probably the game of the week, I think, and, and that's going to be the Philadelphia Eagles at the Seattle Seahawks. This one opened... Uh, you know, I think pretty short, I think three, but it's all the way to six now. So Philadelphia minus six at Seattle. This is one of the first times, I think the first time, maybe in the Russell Wilson era, or at least for most of his career, that Seattle has been an underdog at home. And they're a big underdog here against the 10 and one Philadelphia Eagles, Seattle again, plus six here, um, hosting the Eagles. Tim, what do you like here?
2: Uh, I think this is going to be a huge test for West. I, uh, for, for Wentz. Um, I, I think this is probably the biggest test that he's going to have all year, and it's, it's going to be a playoff-esque game for him. Um, but I, I think he's the type of player that relishes these types of situations. Um, and I, I just think the Eagles are a far superior team right now than the Seahawks. The Seahawks' offensive line is not great. And uh, when, when you look at how the Seahawks played last week against the Niners, I mean, the Niners are not a good team. And it wasn't until the second half where they really pulled away. But, but the thing is, Russell Wilson has been playing out of his mind. And to expect that week in and week out uh, is, just, is just ludicrous to me. Um, and the this, this Seahawks defense is not the same defense that we've been seeing over the past years. Um, and so I, I do like the Eagles overall in this game. I think it's going to be close because the Seahawks do have that home field advantage. I think it's probably gonna be three points uh at most six um it's gonna be a close game all the way through
0: all right so tim leaning philadelphia there but i guess if you're saying six then maybe you're taking the points with seattle
2: i, I will take the points on seattle um but i think the eagles will pull this one out
0: all right army
2: um yeah i i um
1: I think Seattle has been a dog uh, one time this year. It was, uh, I think, when the Rams came in, and they ended up losing. Um, oh,
0: that game was in, in LA.
1: But the the thing with the Seattle is that uh, they still have the same mentality. You could see that they had the energy um, coming into, you know, former rival San Francisco. Um, but they just don't have the pieces anymore. I think even Earl Thomas is banged up. He doesn't look like he's you know the you know shadow of Troy Polamalu kind of player <laughs> running around the field. He looks like he's kind of uh, hesitant to be banging heads anymore. Um, I actually like the Eagles. It's uh, kind of I, it's you gotta you gotta get on this bandwagon. I think this team is the best team in football. Um, maybe the Pats have a shot at that that title um but seattle is not a good team uh, anymore um it's a russell wilson show and the eagles defense is number one in the league so if you do not like betting the spread here i do kind of like the under it's at 47 right now um but i, I actually like the eagles uh giving points on the road Woo. Good. wow
0: buying in i i'm gonna go with tim on this one i think uh yes i agree seattle's not the team they have been the injuries make a big difference but this is a primetime game in seattle this is a team that rises to the occasion um russell wilson is is legit i think the eagles are a very good team i don't think they are the best team in the league i think they feasted off of a pretty bad schedule they've beaten up some pretty terrible teams and um it's really, you know, you talk about number one defense, yeah, they're shutting down some teams that are you know cowboys in really bad shape. Bears obviously a terrible offense. Cardinals, you know they 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 were they were horrible when they faced them. but they gave up points. I mean, they gave up points to the Panthers, they gave up points to the skins. they gave up points to the Broncos. they gave up points to the Chargers, to the Giants, um, and the chiefs, of course, they lost that game. so i I'm not as sold on the Eagles. I've been fading them unsuccessfully for a few weeks now, but I think this is where they come back to Earth. They don't need this game per se, in that they've really locked up their division, and uh, Seattle at home in prime time. I give a lot of value there, and six six is too much. I think. It, when was the last time uh, you know Seattle was really that that far be, you know behind a team in any game? I mean, this isn't a team that gets blown out very often, um, and I think what was it? Uh, there was a streak of the entire entirety of Russell Wilson's career. Only one time have they been not within a score in the fourth quarter, um, so I, I like them to stick with. I like them there, and I think I think it goes to seven because people are, you know, I think that that handicap of this is not the defense of old uh, is going to be the common man's analysis and, and I'll hope it gets to seven, maybe even seven and and a half and, and I'll jump on it then. But, uh, yeah,
1: uh, I will say that, you know, you had the same sentiments when, uh, Atlanta came into town and they lost that game as well.
0: Uh, mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm.
1: I think, you know, they are, they do show up at night games, you know, Pete Carroll flying around yelling at referees at 50 yard line and stuff. But <laughs> I, uh, I think that's gone. I don't. You know, it's gonna be loud, right? It's gonna be freezing cold, but I think Philadelphia is like just a couple tiers ahead of Seattle and are at least uh, at least a touchdown better football team right now.
0: Mm. All right. Well, we will see. Now let's take it to the Monday night game. Pittsburgh Steelers. Somehow, this this, this is bad they bad cease they see they they do not cease to amaze me that they are a nine and two team. They have not been. They have not been dominant like a nine and two team, I would say should be, uh, but they are six point favorites at Cincinnati here. I'm gonna. I'm, I'm guessing you're saying it's baffling because you don't think it's enough, or what do you think? Uh,
1: I think it's just baffling how uh, where Pittsburgh is and what they can show. Like you, you, see, you saw them move the ball like instantly uh, in that fourth quarter um, against the Packers. And you're like, oh yeah, this is the team, but it, it seems like they're not. They they get out out of the out of the gates terribly. Um, what do they have at halftime against? Uh, well, they ended up tying it on a. Uh, it was like 18-18 at half, but they you know were scoreless in the first quarter. I don't I don't think they're they're capable. It, it might be a good time to maybe bet them um, the Bengals in the first half and then go with the Steelers in the second half. Um, but I I still think this number is too low. Um, the Bengals are not good. They can't score. Um, they still have a decent defense. Um, but I I think the Steelers have just enough firepower to to get over that that touchdown.
0: All right, Tim. What about you? All
2: right. Um, the main thing for me is just poor game planning that that you've just seen all year long by Cincinnati. Um, I we were talking about this early on in the day and Marvin Lewis is just I I don't know how he has a job at this point. He's had one of the best lineups in the league um, best one of the best rosters in the league for a very long time Um, and yet the Bengals consistently struggle to either make the playoffs or even when they make the playoffs, and they're and a lot of times they're favored in these playoff matchups, and they just end up shitting the bed. And it's just um, it's just something that you see consistently. Um, and, uh, and right now, I, I think the Steelers are playing their best football that they've played all year. Um, they they are have a okay defense. Uh, I, I'd say it's better than most, but not um, but they can put up points in a hurry, um, and they show that. Uh, hasn't played his best football, um, all, all year up until the last couple weeks. I, I think, I think this is the right time for the Steelers to get hot, and it would not surprise me if the Steelers blew them out. Uh, I'd be, it would not surprise me. Yeah, what do you feel, Wes?
0: Sorry, I got, I got muted there for a second. Yeah, this game, uh, you know the Steelers have been so Jekyll and Hyde. You just never know what to expect with them. I think you can, you can look at the slow starts and, and think that that's a, an option. I, I could see that. Um, it's hard for me to want them to spot to spot points on the road with them. I mean, this is a team that they are capable of blowing someone out, but they are also the type of team that just decides to show up when, at the end. You know, put together a couple drives to win a game, uh, like they did last week against the Packers in, in a game that you know you, you came in as monstrous favorites, and they they only won by three so i don't know on the road prime time i think the bengals show up here i think uh it gets the seven and i'll probably be on them with the seven and
1: uh seems like uh we need marco's insight on on what the sealers are feeling like this week Um, (laughs) because uh yeah they had that letdown um against green bay they win the game um but he would probably say, "This is this is Cincinnati's Super Bowl here." They're, they're come out.
0: <laughs> I mean, they're not out of it, right? The the Bengals no, they're they're five and six. Like the AFC is right. wide open.
2: They're, they're exactly, enough. they have a lot
1: more to lose than uh, the Steelers do. Um, so I I assume that's why why the points are where they are. Um, but I, I just if you're gonna bet the game, there's no way you can back the Bengals. They're just really really terrible team
2: uh, I, I mean the Andy Dalton is so inconsistent as a player um, and to expect AJ Green to put up you know monster numbers every week uh, it that it's just not gonna happen uh, I, I mean it's unrealistic it, and, and to expect like god godlike performances out of these guys every single week in order f- for your team to win is just unreal and you know that the Steelers are gonna be Game planning for AJ Green and and Dalton. It's getting that time of year where you know Dalton's arm is not great. I, I mean, it, once the wind starts picking up in Ohio, <laughs> it, he's, he's in deep shit. Uh, I, I mean, it's the same story every year. 12
1: miles an hour wind here on Cincinnati on Monday. Well, <laughs> <laughs> factor into your betting. <laughs> All right.
0: I'm, I'm in. I'm in on the, the busted arm quarterback and the team that doesn't show up with the bad coach. I'm in. I'll take the points. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's go to our games of the week. Um, Army, you can have honors
1: here. Oh, interesting. All right. Well, um, the lines aren't open right now uh, with Jimmy G possibly coming in to save uh, the tattered <laughs> franchise of the 49ers. Um, it's, it, looks to be around the three range. Um, I think if it goes down to three, I would back the Bears pretty heavily. Um, I, I don't, like, Trubisky has looked terrible and is not really ever going to shape up into a NFL quarterback. But I, I think their running game and their defense is going to destroy the Niners' offensive line and get really good field position, and they may just put up 10 field goals and win the game.
0: 10 field goals. You heard it here first. (laughs) What are the odds on 10 field goals?
2: Uh, (laughs) I'm going to piggyback on you. I'm a diehard Niners fan, and um, hearing the laundry list of injuries from the Niners is just just sad. Uh, I mean, they have 24 guys on IR. That is half a football team guys
0: None um, of those players are any good though. So, is it really What about
2: Joe Staley? Is he a uh, game time decision? No, no, he's healthy now. Um basically Trent Brown or other tackle, he's going to be a game time decision. He's been battling shoulder problems. Um also, you're talking about um our I think Raheem Mostert
0: uh, <laughs> These are not real players. You're making these names up. <laughs> <laughs> Raheem Moister? Like what is that? These are not. These uh, so are just creative uh, players exactly in Madden.
2: And also, uh, I mean, when you have 3 of your safeties go down in consecutive weeks, it's <laughs> I mean, this is just it's a recipe disaster. You we had we had uh Jaquiski Tart.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I refuse to believe that's a person.
2: That is a person. He <laughs> was our free safety.
0: His yeah. name his name is Jaquiski Tart
2: correct it's no, like no. it's like
0: and random then dessert and,
2: and then you had butchering a of a player's, players n- go down all with the same injury too and then you had and then you had injury colbert uh he he went down second all consecutive weeks three weeks three safeties down all with broken limbs uh it's you can't write this stuff
1: yeah fascinating I think it's, it's time to put them out to pasture not um, <laughs> <Colbert's laughs> a good team uh, but I, I think they're going to win this game. And if uh, they win by less than three, I wouldn't be – if they win by a 3 nothing score, I wouldn't be shocked either. But I, I don't see the Niners moving the ball at all.
0: No play on the under here at 40 and a half?
1: I looked at that, but,
2: uh, you know, no.
0: Jimmy G, no guys. faith. No faith.
2: What about uh, – what uh, happened uh, to the uh, faithful? It's not be Jimmy G's fault. It, I mean, he has nothing out there. We Is picked the- up – the three, you know, magical plays that he had uh, last
1: week, where two of the three were broken scrimmage plays. Um, so if that's any signs of the times, he's going to be running for his life uh,
2: Sunday morning.
0: <laughs> All right, Tim, you got a game.
2: Um, I, I like the Rams, man. Uh, Rams, Cardinals. Uh, the Cardinals are running backups out there for their quarterback position, um, and you have and you have. Uh, the Rams right now playing probably the best offensive football in the, in all the NFL right now. I, I wouldn't say they haven't played the best defensively, but they have played incredible offensive football. I, I mean, um, their their coaching staff has been uh, innovative. Um, they've been pushing the limits of the NFL, and it, it's just impressive to watch every week. And you and uh, I have I've Todd Gurley in uh, both my fantasy leagues, and his numbers are just absurd every week Uh, i thank you so much mr (laughs) mcveigh for president people
0: rams Uh, are uh, seven point favorites at the cardinals
2: yeah uh, as it should be um i mean the the rams um if if, i think jared goff is probably the only thing holding them back but even then he's still playing great he's still playing very well but he he's still inconsistent I, i mean he can do what he did against the Niners, and then next week he won't look as good, but they'll still win because they have so many weapons. Uh, I mean, you have Tavon Austin, who's basically a a, a runner, uh, a return man at this point. He's not even in the offensive game plan. They'll occasionally throw him in there on like a sweep, um, and oh, they'll put him in the backfield and hand him the ball off, but this is a guy that they that they paid 60 million to <laughs> that just shows you how many million how many weapons that they have on this team. it's absurd
0: yeah uh all right what do you think on this
1: one yeah I, I think the counterpoint would be that the cardinals and uh playing gabbard is their new uh franchise quarterback Woof. it did show up Yikes. last week he he uh i i was I was knocking him last week. I I still think AP is a, a corpse of, of himself. Um. But yeah, I I think uh, these are like teaser numbers. They want you to get on on uh, on Arizona, but you, I just don't like them. I think they they their season's done.
0: Yeah, I'm not crazy about this this number seven is is a lot to give on the road division opponent. Uh, I've been known to like the divisional home underdog. So I've, I've leaned Arizona. I love the Rams as, as we've talked about the last few weeks, but <clears throat> this feels like a lot of points would not shock me if they ran away with it. Won, will not probably end up on this game. Um, but I do lean Arizona as a, as a home team. They've been, uh, you know, a resilient team. Uh, you know, they kept it, you know, Jacksonville, which is, which is a good team. Um, uh, but kept it close with Seattle, kept it close with, um, you know, some other, some other decent, decent squads, um, of course, the other thing that I look at here is, and we've got a few games like this uh, this week, is uh, second second of the divisional matchups between teams, and some really big blowouts. So in this case, the Rams bl- blew out the Cardinals thirty three nothing, and so a lot of people look at that and they think, well, you know, seven that's that's an easy cover, uh, but I think really what history will show you is that in a lot of cases, these teams that get blown out have a lot of stuff that they can work on and they have a big, you know, a lot of video that they can watch and figure out how they, how they got smoked so badly and they can implement a lot of that stuff and keep it close. So, um, so I'll be on Arizona here. Uh, you know, not a better team, but I think matchup situation, uh, they, they point in their favor. All right. So for me, uh, my pick of the week, um, I, I mentioned, we talked about Seattle, so I'm not going to take that, but I do like Seattle in that spot. Um, but I'm gonna look at Carolina at New Orleans. So, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> So Carolina is a four-point underdog at the Saints. Uh, these two teams right now tied for first. Saints have just just lost the lost the game for the, kind of put an end to their streak. Uh, they annihilated the Panthers, 34-13, in Carolina in week three, and I again kind of just citing that that bounce back uh, from a blowout logic that i used um on the rams and the cardinals i think the panthers have have found um you know some identity and uh and i think divisional game a lot on the line uh this is this is a chance for them to to show that they're a real team and and to take hold of the division here so i'll take i'll take the panthers here and the four and i'll also be on the money line i think they win this game outright
1: i think yeah i was gonna you know follow this I, i think carolina is a good spot here too as well um, the Saints had, you know, in your recent memory, looked like, you know, world beaters. Obviously, last week uh, looked a little different, but, uh, you know, giving points on the road to everyone, and they were winning games. It's like, oh, okay, so this is a, the real deal team. I think they still have a lot of flaws. And I, I think, uh, you know, they're both 8-3. and three. They're both fighting for this division. Um, I think this is going to be a closer game than what you would think in New Orleans. Um, it could be, I think it'll be a field goal game. It'll probably be, you know, uh, you know, 30 to 33 kind of (laughs) game high scoring, but I think it still will be close.
0: All right. And with that, we've covered it. Three picks of the week, get your money in good. Hopefully. Um, let's take a quick look at futures. We kind of have, have closed on this last couple of weeks. Um, any, any bargains here? We see the Pats now down to plus 250. Eagles, plus 350. Uh, Steelers, plus 600. Saints, plus 1,200. Vikings, 1,200. Falcons, 1,200. Rams, 1,400. Panthers, 1,800. Seahawks, 2,200. I don't know if we can go any deeper than that. Those are the top nine. Uh, there's also Chiefs, Chargers, Jags, if you guys believe in any of those teams, or even Titans. Um, but of those nine, where do you guys see the value?
1: Yeah, I I think if uh, you really like someone in the NFC South, uh, one of those teams you should really get on them now because this is really a a make-or-break week. We've got uh, Atlanta at home against uh, Minnesota, which should be a really good game as well. Um, Should be tight. Um, But if the Falcons come out ahead and, you know, Panthers-Saints banging each other's heads against the wall, you could see the Falcons kind of come up ahead. Here, and you might actually find some value on the uh, future lines
0: yeah i'm looking at the rams here uh, at 1400 i think they have a good chance to get two home games and if you can get two home games with you know at least as good a team in the nfc as you're going to find uh outside of philadelphia i think that's a 14 to 1 a pretty good number I, I like them better than i like those nfc south teams uh at 12 to 1 12 to 1 and 18 to 1 um so i'm looking rams here i don't I, I I feel like the Vikings are a potential stab at twelve to one. Um, Definitely not interested in the Eagles. Not interested in the Steelers, and not interested in the Saints. Tim, any uh, Super Bowl thoughts?
2: Super Bowl thoughts. I right now, I I like the Pats. Uh, I think that I think the Pats are going to be. They're going to be in it on a- AFC end. Um, they consistently come in week in week out with quality game plans I mean the, the Patriots and and Brady looks as good as ever I and even though he's been battling some injuries um, when he goes out there on Sunday he looks like Tom terrific it's it's pretty amazing um, how well he's playing right now uh, I mean it's uh, he's 40 years old and he's he's playing better than probably the 99% of the quarterbacks in the league right now. Maybe Carson Wentz is the only guy who's comparable. Um, I'd say as of three or four weeks ago, you could have put Alex Smith on that list. But I mean, the last couple of weeks, the chiefs have just really fallen off. Um, I mean, really showing um, that they really need to make a change somewhere. I'm, I'm not sure where yet. Um, it, it's hard to say. Uh, definitely on the offensive side, the ball, they can't run the ball. They can't throw the ball. Um, watching them face an anemic Bills team. I mean, the Bills haven't shown much in the last three weeks. I mean, they literally took Tyrod Taylor out of a game, and uh, they put in Peterman, who (laughs) – I mean, (laughs) it was embarrassing watching Peterman play, and the Chiefs couldn't put anything together. I, I mean, probably the weakest division in football right now has to be the AFC, the AFC West, um, which yeah, is, that's, that's, not a lot of people were saying early on in the year. That's um, kind of
1: fascinating. Yeah, Like I, I guess <laughs> if you want to stab at the dark, the, the Chargers have looked pretty good um, at 3,300 uh, to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> um, they're, I, I think they're the ones definitely uh, surging to the finish line, if you've watched them the, the past couple of weeks. Um, uh yeah, Phillip Rivers Dark Horse for MVP. Is that a possibility? Can we vote for that?
0: <laughs> get out of here. You'll still get plus money on them to win the division, but I, I would not bet on that team to go any further. They're way too inconsistent. No way they string together three or four wins in a row.
2: The the problem is their defense. Their defense inconsistency is just it's brutal. And and it was clear it was evident when you saw them play the Jaguars. Um they I mean the jaguars are a good team and but it's in spite of their quarterback play. Uh, Blake Bortles yeah. is not an NFL quality quarterback.
0: I'm not I'm not buying the charges at all guys. This is you want to you want to hear who they've beaten this year? They have 5 wins. Yeah, the Gi- yeah, no, they beat the they be, they've they beaten the Giants, the Raiders, the Broncos, the Bills with Peterman and the Cowboys without Zeke. No way. I like it. This team's no good. They they're, they're beating be up playing. terrible teams.
1: The rest of the AFC West. <laughs> Their schedule
0: doesn't get much harder. They get the Browns, Redskins, Chiefs, Jets, and Raiders. Well, plus uh,
1: three stable. more wins. I think this this division gets uh, above 500 by the end of the year.
0: Uh, I, I think I think that game in at Kansas City might defi- might decide it. So. Yeah. And that's uh what week 15. So yeah, we'll see that that may yeah that may that may be it. Let's see what the Chiefs schedule looks like.
1: Yeah, if he, I think we looked at that last week, that that's probably you could make your decision on uh, on uh, that group of teams uh, coming into that
2: week
0: Chiefs have equal and equally easy schedule Jets Raiders Chargers Dolphins Broncos
2: I mean I mean there there's some teams there that can steal some games though the Jets as bad as they are they have games where you're just like is it the same Jets team it, it, they can steal a game from you surprisingly um
1: what the hell like did you watch the end of the the panthers game there or they they were up by two right or maybe it was tied and then uh mccown threw like a pick six you yeah. know he got a, a strip strip sack, strip sack. Uh, yeah. and then it was just like downhill from there like the yeah. game ended, like within like two minutes it's right. just, like how could you be so good for three and a half quarters and then the game
2: that that over, is the test. Blowout. That literally is the Jets and Todd Bowles. I, I, I mean, <laughs> watching the, watching some of his his decision making and um and play calls is just it's brutal. I I mean he's a great defensive mind, but offen- on the offensive side of the ball, it's it, yeah. it's rough to watch, boys.
0: <laughs> well, I won't be watching that team uh, for the rest of the season. Uh, Having had money on them a few times, it's not—it's no fun. It's no fun. But yeah, I don't believe in the Chargers at all. Uh, It's gonna be the the Chiefs having to back into the playoffs because I I don't like that team either. But gosh, this this Chargers team—no interest. I
2: agree. I agree. Uh, Any AFC West uh, team—I'm off. I'm off that ship. Yeah, I I think
0: you know it, it depends on how how much you believe in the Steelers, but. Pats at plus two fifty, I like it quite. I like it more and more. It, it was I got a two seventy five last week. I think two fifty is still pretty good, because odds are. I mean, as they do play at Pittsburgh to really decide who gets home field, but even in even a game in Pittsburgh, uh, I've never really worried about the Steelers. Maybe this will come back and bite me in, in in January, but they're I I don't think Tomlin is a good coach, and I and you run him up against Belichick, I I would favor the Pats there. And if you can get a plus number on, on the the Pats going into the going into there, of course, barring injury, uh, I think you're in, you're doing pretty well for yourself.
2: Yeah, I I like the Pats on the AFC side. On the NFC side, um, I, I really like the Eagles. Um, it's man, I I really like the Rams though. I, I mean that the Rams are probably the most complete team. I. Uh, that I've seen and they play they play good competition every week Uh, and and they are making them look bad uh, making those teams look bad every week and um (laughs) I I really like the play calling of of, uh, McVeigh of Sean McVeigh I I, it's been incredible to watch and um I I think the Rams have a, a good chance of coming out of the NFC
0: you convinced me I'm gonna I'm gonna jump on it 14 to 1 uh, I'll, I will say on the Pats, I think this is actually a chance to wait because I think they could lose to Buffalo this week. Um, <laughs> you know, at the Bills, Bills obviously are uh, have had their struggles, but Tyrod Taylor is not bad, and with him oh, back wow. in there at home, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be shocked. I don't think the Pats are the you know unstoppable juggernaut. Uh, no, they- they're very good. They won't make a lot of mistakes, but they're. You know, this is a team that played a close game with the Bucks. This is a team that lost to the Panthers at home. This is a team that played a close game with the Jets, a close game with the Chargers. Lost um, to the Chiefs Week One. Yeah, lost to the Chiefs. So I think you know this could be a spot where if they lose to Buffalo, all of a sudden the Steelers uh, jump up as the AFC favorite, um, being a game up and how they have the tiebreaker on the Pats right now. And then you can get maybe get a better number on them. Um, so so the play here might be take get some get some Pittsburgh money and then wait for next week and come back with some New England money if you're looking at futures.
2: Mm. Also, Alex Smith probably played the best game of his life in that game. I had never seen him uh, hit wide receivers so consistently in his entire career. Um, As a diehard Niner fan, that was one of the things that he always struggled with was uh, hitting wide receivers outside the numbers. Inside the numbers, Alex Smith is one of the best throwers in football, but outside the numbers, he's probably one of the worst throwers in football. So it's kind of, that's the reason why Travis Kelsey um, has been such an important weapon for Alex Smith. It's because inside the numbers, that's what, that's... Because he can't reach strength.
0: anyone any further away? <laughs> yeah.
2: Basically, I, I don't know what it is, whether he just can't see outside the numbers, or... I mean, it, it's not like Alex Smith lacks arm strength. He doesn't have great arm strength, but he doesn't lack arm strength either. Um, but it, it's, it's just... Uh, it's watching him just disintegrate throughout the season when he was an MVP candidate uh, up until about week eight or nine. It's just been uh, crazy. And uh, they're already called for Patrick Mahomes in uh, in Kansas City. So uh, <laughs> we'll see how this all turns out. Very reminiscent of the Kaepernick days. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that team has lost too many players. They look really bad. Hmm. Hmm.
0: All right. Well, I think we've done it. Good, good session, boys. Uh, Best of luck to everyone getting their money in, and uh, we'll do it again next week. Thanks very much.
1: See you later, guys. See ya.